Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And there was another wild weekend of NFL football. Week 11 just happened. We're going to be recapping all the fun stuff with that and doing our picks for week 12. Thanksgiving, we get three games on Thursday. And I'm just going to, I plan on eating and watching football. What do you plan on doing on Thursday? That exact same thing. Right. And that's what everybody in America should be doing. And then Friday, Mm. you got to watch soccer because we're playing England and British people suck. So make sure you do that. But in the meantime, we got some NFL talk for you. So stick around. The USA tied with Wales in their opening round World Cup matchup. And we had a whale of a day in the NFL on Sunday. That was such a good segue by me. David, fire. give me your best performer of the week. Let's start positive this week. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, my best performer of the week, man, it's got to be Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They're pretty I mean, good. I feel like Kelsey just unlocks like an unbeatable level when he plays the chargers. Like he just like upgrades, like, you know how you can only go 99 um, Mm -hmm. in like Madden. I feel like he somehow just finds level 100 in the games. Like why, why is this player at level 100? Like that's not in our code. Mm -hmm. Kelsey just like, I'm here Mm -hmm. Uh, every time, every time they play the chargers, him and Mahomes, but man, Kelsey just is always there and always just, making plays <laughs> insanity he he what i'm trying to think now he he just passed gronk for the most 100 receiving yard 100 100 yard games uh in nfl history by a tight end mm-hmm. um I, he's I on pace so right now to beat antonio gates's all-time touchdown record um as well he could also beat the all-time yards record for tight ends. Um, I don't know if he's the greatest ever. Uh, I know we're going to keep having that conversation. Uh, I'm still partial to Tony Gonzalez, especially because you look at the quarterbacks that Tony Gonzalez had for most of his career. Uh, yeah, you could say Matt Ryan, who is an MVP, but Matt Ryan is not a top 10 quarterback of all time. Um, and what he was doing in Kansas City with with the quarterbacks that he had, Tony Gonzalez is very impressive. And then, of course, you've got to Rob Gronkowski is ridiculous. He was just unguardable. Um, but I think that Travis Kelsey is firmly the best tight end in the league. I don't see how you could argue against that at this point. And I think he is firmly on the Mount Rushmore of tight ends. He is in the top four. It's him, it's Gonzalez, it's Gronk, and it's Gates. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think that's, I think that's it. What do you think, David? Yeah, I think... Because, I mean, honestly, maybe the last two years, Chiefs fans obviously have had this conversation. Like, oh, yeah, he's the best of all time. But I, after last night's game, like, for the first time, I saw, like, actual, like, Fox, Pro Football Focus. Like, these actual verified accounts were like, where does Kelsey sit all time in this tight end list? And, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people are saying, like, he's either one or he's either two. Like mm-hmm. it's either Gronk or it's either Kelsey are the greatest tight ends of all time. And mm-hmm. a lot are saying Kelsey, a lot are saying Gronk. So yeah, I, I saw, I saw someone was like, you know, recency bias is a real thing. And they were showing some Gronk highlights and man was just a wrecking crew. Um, right. 
I don't know, though. I also saw another stat of, like, Mahomes' prime. Mahomes. Kelsey's prime has been was, like, as long as um, Gronk's, like, career, just with his injuries, you know. So, right. you know, it might be – it's close now. Of course, if he does this for one, two, three, four more years, I think it's not crazy to say that, you know, to move him into that category. But right now, I think the conversation is starting to be had. Yeah, I think the wildest thing for me is that he is – in his 30s, right? Like he's old, man, especially for a guy at that position. You know, quarterbacks can play a long time. Obviously, we know kickers. Everybody else has a shelf life. Um, and once you start to get into your 30s in any other position, that's when you start to see like you have to, players almost have to change their game essentially to match, you know, the, the what their body can do. You You have to alter it. The guys that were athletic, big, and physical have to kind of, try to become more finesse players, guys that are smart about avoiding contact. And I think Travis has done that. Part of the reason is he doesn't take – as for as big of a guy as he is and how much he catches the ball over the middle of the field, Travis Kelsey doesn't take a lot of big hits. He just doesn't. Yeah, he's very smart. Um, and I, I, I think it's crazy that he is on pace to have his best statistical season uh, I think he's already matched his 11 touchdowns this year so far, or he's already matched the his season high, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's on the record. Yeah. And, and he's Do going. You, who did that? I think it was it Gates. Was it I think Brock, it was Gates. Or was it Gates? Okay. I think it might have been Gates. It, he's going to, he may lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns. And then you have to, of course, just. Uh, it, we take it for granted. We get Patrick Mahomes every Sunday. And I was thinking about that, oddly enough, as I was watching the World Cup today. We're recording this on Monday night. Um, and I was thinking, like, the U.S. was struggling in the World Cup. And soccer is, of course, different. But I didn't feel like we had the guy on... Christian Pulisic's a great soccer player. I didn't feel like we had a guy that would be like, oh, we're not in trouble. We have this. We have this guy. When the Chargers went up with up four with a minute 45 left, I literally was like, okay, so this is a little nerve wracking, but like, we're probably going to score here. Yep. Like, it's Patrick Mahomes. We're probably going to score. I, again, the stat is insane. The leaders in win percentage since 2018 Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes when trailing by 10 points. That's that doesn't make sense. Like that shouldn't happen. So it's it's crazy. He probably is already locked up the MVP unless something wild happens at the end of this season, which it could. But, you know, just and and the Chiefs are on pace to get the one seed and they've pretty much secured the division because their only competition in the division was the Chargers. And we've already beat the Chargers twice. So it's they're four games up on them. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um, what yeah. they're able to do. And the fact that this is continuing for so many years, and we'll probably get at least two or three more years of this duo playing like this. And then, you know, we're going to get Mahomes for hopefully another dozen after that. So it, it, the possibilities are endless. It's just, I'm just really thankful. You know, I'm thankful for it's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that we have Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I, uh, an, an old friend was texting me last night. He, he kind of one of those friends like we don't talk a whole lot other than like when the chiefs are playing or when his favorite team's playing and he, he specifically said like he's just numb to it at this point you know because i was just like blown away you know and he's he wasn't surprised and also upset because he's a fan of a division rival 
Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like of all years too, that this year the Chiefs are the way that they are. Like if you if if I did to zoom out and look at all since eighteen, the years that Mahomes has been here, this might have been the last year I would have guessed that this would have happened. Like after losing Tyreek Hill and you know Clyde not going the way that we wanted him to, and you uh-huh. know like there's just so many things of like. Uh, we were the most uncertain this year than we have been even uh, well, maybe not more than 18, but right. on that level of, we don't know what this is going to look like at all, you know? And mm-hmm. like, they've played Mahomes this, this is the best he's played at least this far into the season since 2018. And mm-hmm. this is the best this team as a whole has looked. This, the offense has as many sacks after last night's game as they did the entire season last year. Um, it's, I said offense defensive line. Sorry. Mm-hmm. has as many sacks already this year than they did the you know in total last season and uh yeah it's just crazy like we we were talking about this before the season of like i don't know what this team's gonna look like but we have andy Reid and we have patrick mahomes and you know fit, cross our fingers and uh it's just been insane to see what they've what they've been able to do yeah i i don't I I I just don't. There's no there's no precedent for for I think what's happening um, with with the Chiefs. I, I it, you could say the Patriots Brady thing, and I think that there is some truth to that. Just the way that this has all come together and losing the weapon, the number one weapon like like Tyree Kill was, and that threat. And you know, it, we played a game with no nobody in our wide receiving core. That that I would have pointed to as a reliable guy three weeks ago was in the lineup this week, yeah. and, and it didn't matter. Um, it's just MVS was literally the only guy. It's it's amazing receiver wise, right? Yeah. Um, it's it's just crazy, uh, and that brings us sort of to my performer of the week, and that is <laughs> literally every single team that did not trade for Russell Wilson. All right, so. <laughs> The Chargers are not they're they're always close, right? And and you always think like they're injuries away and stuff. And they're yeah, they're yeah. still that way from the Chiefs. They're, they they play well against the Chiefs, and you always have hope that that if you're a Chargers fan, that maybe we can look like this the rest of the year. The Broncos had kind of the same vibe going on the last couple of years. It was if we get a better quarterback. You know, if we have better quarterback play, then absolutely we will be able to beat the Chiefs. We'll be competitive. So they went out and they spent $165 million guaranteed to bring Russell Wilson to Colorado. And Russell Wilson, in that time, he has played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. He's played nine games. And he is three and six in those nine games. They just lost to a team that it came out this week. The Raiders are too poor to fire their head coach. Okay. So this is a team that is lifeless. They have been absolutely awful the last couple of weeks. The Raiders look like one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, They were dejected. Their players were crying in the post game because they didn't want to be there. The, they clearly would have fired their coach if they had, the money, but they, they didn't. And the Broncos lost to them. And you know what the, you know what the excuse Oof. is for the Broncos this year? 
Well, if they had better quarterback play, they might be winning. <laughs> now, if you look at Russell Wilson's stats from kind of just, just an out-view standpoint, not seeing any of the games, it's not that terrible. He, he actually did pretty well this last game. 24 for 31, 247 yards. No touchdown, though. But he was sacked three times. And he, he is not... He, it, this is, here's the problem. Here, here is the issue. Russell Wilson rushing this season. Two yards per attempt. One and a half yards per attempt. 2.8 yards per attempt. Seven yards per attempt, five yards per attempt, four yards per attempt, one yard per attempt, and eight yards per attempt the last game, but he only rushed once. Russell Wilson is just not Russell Wilson anymore. He used to be a dangerous dual-threat quarterback that if you gave him open gaps, he could scramble. He doesn't want to scramble anymore, and he doesn't have the arm talent that people thought he did. He cannot throw the ball beyond the sticks that well. His yards per attempt is not very high. He's just he's playing terribly, and they leverage their entire future for this guy. You know, at, so congratulations to everybody who didn't fall for the trap, which he was very picky about where he wanted to go. That that was clear. Um, and they wanted Aaron Rodgers, who I still think is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson and is somehow aging better despite being older than Wilson. But you, if you look at this, you got to think, like, what are the Broncos going to do? They're on the hook for this. They can't eat this and they can't trade him. So are they just going to deal with this? Because they were this was supposed to make them a Super Bowl contender, and they are not going to make the playoffs. They're not even going to come close yeah. to making the playoffs. They're already almost out of the playoffs in the AFC with how good the AFC is. If they lose one more game, I'm pretty sure they're out, like mathematically. Mm-hmm. So, are they too poor to do anything like big? Like I feel like they spent so much on Russ that. Well, I mean, they can take a cap hit, I guess, but are you going to cut Russ? And then who's your who's your other option? Brett Rippon, like, are you hoping for a yeah, draft I pick? Maybe I, I just don't. You, they they leverage their entire future, and it's getting them nowhere. So, but hey, yeah, that's that's, rough. that's good for me because I don't root for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. yeah they took a chance. Well, and they took a chance with Peyton Manning too. And I guarantee you, they were hoping to see similarities in that of like this has worked out before. Mm-hmm. Won a super. This former quarterback won a Super Bowl, got an injury. This other former team's moving on. Let's take them. Let's see what can happen. And it's just not the same result. Not been the same. Uh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll was right. And it was just crazy to think that we were like, Pete Carroll, what are you doing, bro? And uh, turns out that he was kind of right in the whole. Yeah, divorce, I mean, so. to, to leave and have you, the team you just left get marketably better as a guy who's supposed to be a top five quarterback in the league, it, it's crazy. Um, and all the stuff that's come out, I think there's a lot of piling on Russell Wilson. A, a lot of these people that have negative opinions that played for with him in the past, clearly were waiting until he fell down a little bit before they started sharing him. They weren't sharing them when he was good, but you can also see that he's just not a big locker room guy. He's not like, he's not, he's, he yeah. is in the Aaron Rodgers mold, it, very different style, but in the same manner, he, he, he rubs his teammates the wrong way a lot. And um, is not very approachable, not very socially literate, it seems, in many ways. And when you're not winning, nobody wants to put up with that crap. So mm. I, I, I guarantee that locker room is not a fun place to be right now. 
Um, and they can't score. They, they just simply are not scoring yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, their offense is terrible. And the defense has got to hate that because their defense is good. It's, it's mm-hmm. pretty much as good as advertised. Well, especially with Jerry Judy out, like that's like if they have a main guy, it's him. And with him being out for a couple weeks, he might be back this week. I don't know. But it's like, yeah, they really took a hit with that. Yeah, they've had injuries and stuff, uh, but every team does. Okay, and and the quarterback is supposed to be the guy that helps overcome that, and theirs is not. So, man, that's rough. No, yeah. I mean, for some people, it's not rough. For yeah, obviously for Broncos us, fans, it's rough. For us, we're fine. David, what's your what's your worst performer of the week? Uh, my worst performer of the week is the Super Bowl hangover. Um, so the Los Angeles Rams are, I believe, off to one of the worst starts. Um, I think it's. I think history. it is now the worst after they lost in, last weekend in NFL history for a team coming off a Super Bowl win. They are three and seven, fourth in the NFC West. Uh, and man, they're just they're actually falling apart even more um, with Cooper Cup done for the year. Yeah, they shut him down. He. He is done for the year. Um, Matt Stafford either got a second concussion or got hit, hit and they and he had to leave because they thought he might get another one. So I he might be done. Aaron Donald doesn't even look like the same Aaron Donald. We've not really heard much from him. Um, he's come back down to earth, still playing well, but it's just like just like Jalen Ramsey, even like some of these guys that are like, man, this is the reason they made their Super Bowl run and and got that win, it's like you just haven't heard much from them. And yeah, they're struggling. Al Robinson was hoping to be a big pickup in replace of uh Wow. Odell. Why did I just forget who they lost? Yeah, Odell. Uh and that's not been that great. So yeah. Man, they Rams are struggling. They are they are not happy. Um kind of have looked we've not seen Sean McVay led team look like this ever. You know, mm-hmm. before the season, it's like Sean McVay like can do no wrong. He's genius. He's he's a whiz with the playbook, and he still can be those things. I'm not saying that he isn't, but for the first time, it's like mm-hmm. this team is not looking great. Uh, so yeah, they're they're struggling. Yeah, the, well, their offensive line is a turnstile. That's the that's the biggest problem. I mean, they can't they can't block anybody. I don't. I remember the stat they were on like their their seventh left tackle or right tackle by week five. Something like that. Um, everybody's getting hurt. That's that's a part of the problem. But you go back and you look, and you know, Aaron Donald said he might retire. Sean McVay said he might retire, and it, it's there were rumors about Stafford following as well. They should have. I mean, if you look at this, like they got to be thinking we should have just walked away because you come mm-hmm. back, uh, and now they're going to have this bad taste in their mouth for for a while. Um. And I wonder. Yeah, it's almost like, do we quit? But you don't want to quit on this note now, right? So do you come back again? Does this, and- does this change it? And and maybe they just knew something we didn't. You know, maybe Sean McVay knew, like, man, this was it. Like we got this team here to the Super Bowl, uh, but that was it. Like this is not this is not going to continue. That was a once one time thing. We're done after this. It's going to mm-hmm. fall apart. Uh, it's possible. Um, but yeah, this is yeah, this, it's, it's sad. It's honestly sad. It we went from yeah. this this Chiefs Rams game this weekend 
went from most anticipated game of the year for a lot of people because we remember that 2018 top five NFL game ever, Monday Night Football yeah. game between the Chiefs and the Rams. And now that is a double-digit point spread for the Chiefs favored. And by 15, is yeah. that like the... How is that the most? It's got to be one of like, the top five highest lines, which is it's 15 crazy. points is insane because I still have the uniform brain where I see the Rams and I'm like, they're good. The Rams are good as frick, mm-hmm. and they're not. These are the St. Louis Rams, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this is not the Los Ooh. Angeles ones we've, we've come to know. This is Sam Bradford at quarterback Rams. Um, and I it's it's crazy. I Maybe the worst performer should be us because both of us picked them to go far in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. And they're not. I had them in the NFC Championship. They're they're actually not making it. John Wolford is out. He suffered a. That's right. He didn't even play Sunday, so they're going to be on their third string quarterback. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. If if Stafford. If we don't cover, we should cover. We need to win this by three touchdowns. This is ish. They. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rams make me. They like make me sad. It's just they lost to Andy Dalton in 2022. That's eight years yeah, after crazy. you should like, be losing a football game to Andy Dalton. This is like the biggest. We're gonna go all out and spend as much money as we can to win this year. Like I think like professional sports might have ever seen. Yeah, they don't have their just pick. Fall apart. That's the they other thing. Picks. They They've did, built nothing. This this yeah. having a bad record isn't going to help them because they have no picks. You know, mm-hmm. and you can say it's worth it. They got one Super Bowl, but they, they're not going to be back there for a while. So, yeah, it's it's, it's sad. tough. It, it, yeah, and you know another thing that's sad, David. When a quarterback what? has less completions than there are punts in a game. And he doesn't take accountability for the loss. Our Ooh. boy, Ooh. Mormon Mahomes, Zachary Wilson, who spells his name Ooh. with a C-H, which is a dumb Mormon way to spell Zach, not his fault, parents' fault, was Zach. he had a completion percentage against the Patriots, a game that was 3-3 until the Patriots returned a touchdown in the closing seconds to win. Had a 40.9% completion percentage for 77 yards and a 50.8 passer rating. And he had nine completions. The Jets punted the football 10 times. Zach Wilson, though, when asked if he thought he might be part of the problem, said no. Dude, even if you don't think think you are, say yes. What? In what way is that going to endear you to your teammates? And now, what we've learned on Monday, less than 24 hours after that game, Robert Saw is like, I'm not going to commit to whether Zach Wilson will be starting our next game or not against the Bears. Yeah, I've heard the locker room is is not... The locker room is being held together by duct tape is kind of what I've heard. Well, they're probably being held together by more than that. They're probably being held together by hatred for Zach Wilson. I mean, good lord, yeah. even the punter was like, yeah, that, that loss is on us. When, and you could say, yeah, the return happened. But, yeah, I mean, you punt the ball 10 times. 
like at a certain point, the punter should be like, why am I out there this much? Yeah. Uh, Jets had 103 total yards. 103 total. Zach Wilson is the least aware quarterback in the league. Uh, and I mean that in a off the field and on the field sense. His comments off the field are Kyrie levels of not knowing what's going on without the anti-Semitism, just the dumbness level, not the anti-Semitism part. And then on the field, dude is throwing the ball to the wrong team. He threw a ball straight, straight at a Patriots DB, hit him right in the chest. The only reason it wasn't a pick was because the DB was so shocked that a quarterback would make such a bad throw that he was not ready to catch it. All right. Zach Wilson is terrible. He is awful. He is marketably worse than almost 40-year-old Joe Flacco, who peaked in 2011. Okay? This is a terrible, terrible quarterback. And he, at the end of the game, is saying, it is not my fault that I threw for less than 100 yards, less than 10 completions, and less than 50% completion percentage. Yikes. What the hell? I saw a couple snaps. Um, one specifically, he uh, completely missed Mims. Slot. He was lined up in the slot, just literally ran like a quick slant in the middle, wide open touchdown. Didn't. It, I had blown coverage, put his hands up, and Zach Wilson simply just didn't see him. Um, yeah, and that's he, rough. He missed. I saw one where I think Braxton Berrios was – Maybe, maybe seven feet from him, and he, he, he couldn't hit him. He couldn't hit the wide open Braxton Berrios less than ten feet away, uh, and he's not the problem. So, moms, was talking about moms this. may like Zach Wilson, but his teammates don't. <laughs> yeah, Sean Payton was talking about this, and like sometimes. It's really tough for an organization because you have to like admit, you know, that a first round pick didn't work out. And it's like, how quickly are you willing to like move on for the team's success? You know, because a lot of teams are like, no, he's a first rounder. We can't just get rid of him. Mm -hmm. But it's like, how willing is this team, you know, mm -hmm. to maybe move on? Because, you know, he studied a team, a question that he always asked when he was in charge of a team was like, Will this person be around when we win our Super Bowl? And like, if the Jets ask, will Zach Wilson be here when we win a Super Bowl? There's no way that answer can be yes. You know, so they're not they're not rough. deep offensively. They have one of the three best defenses in the league, and mm -hmm. you can point to almost every single loss as Zach Wilson lost this game. And, and it's hard to put it all on one person, but the quarterback is the most important position in sports. We know that. Everybody knows that. Defense does not win championships. Quarterbacks do. Okay? Because if defense has won championships, then the Jets would be favored. But they're not mm -hmm. because they have to have Zach Wilson at the helm. It's, it's bad. Zach Wilson has less 300-yard games in his career than Joe Flacco has this season. Joe Flacco, once again, for the people in the back. Joe Flacco. Golly. Let's get with the Jets situation is, though, is like, who's going to step in for Zach? 
Like you just don't have many options. Well, they're going to need to trade for somebody or just keep drafting late round QBs, hoping they hit one. Um, Cause at this point, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, this team is a playoff team with Joe Flacco at quarterback. I genuinely believe that everybody said that today and I agree with them and it's not with Zach Wilson. It's, it's just, especially with Brees Hall, Brees Hall yeah. whew, was dominating. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're, they're good. They have good, their wide receiving core leaves little to be desired, but they have good running backs. They have a stellar, stellar defense mm-hmm. and and they just can't do anything. It make it's annoying. It's just it's frustrating. And I'm not even a Jets fan. It's it's frustrating to watch. Um, so let's just get to something else frustrating. Results. David finally has passed me. And we are recording this before Monday Night Football ends, so it's possible that we will both have one more game, although we agreed on it, so it doesn't really matter what the outcome of this next game is. We both picked the Niners to win. Uh David went nine and three. And they're winning this last week. Yeah, of course they are. And uh I went eight and four. David is 96 and 67 on the season. And I am 95 and 68. Uh, still both really good win percentages, but you have finally passed me. Congratulations. First time you've had a lead since I think week three. So yeah, we've tied for like three or four weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving slate, as I previously mentioned, we got three games on Thanksgiving uh, this year, which is I think that's the normal amount we have now. Of course, the Cowboys are playing. Of mm-hmm. course, the Lions are playing. And we get a night game that was way more fun before we watch these two teams play this Sunday. Uh, first, Bills at Lions. Bills back-to-back games in Detroit, despite not playing the Lions last week because of the thunder snow storm that put six feet of snow on Buffalo. I still wish I had a snow game to watch. Uh, Lions, right. Lions look like Dan Campbell was going to be fired, and now they won three in a row. And yeah, that's crazy. Don't don't look now, but the Lions might finish with a better record than the Packers at the end of this year. <laughs> They're tied right now, aren't they? Yeah. Record wise. Yeah. And they beat them, right? Didn't the Lions beat the Packers? Yeah, they just beat them 15 to nine. That started their <laughs> win streak. <laughs> and they beat the Bears. Too. Oh, like, my God. That's two division. That's two important. And they could wins. if they play Kirk Cousins after 3 p.m., they'll beat him, too. Um. I'm going Bills here. I don't think we have to really discuss it a lot. Bills looked a little shaky at the beginning of that game against the Browns, pulled it out in the end. Lions are almost double-digit underdogs. I I just, the Bills are really good. This is nothing against the Lions, but I think they have beat weaker opponents. The Bills are just really good. Yeah, Bills win this. Josh Allen still just doesn't look himself. Um, I know they actually ran well for the first time. Couple years, really. Um, Allen, though, 18 20, for 27, 197 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, ran the well, ran well, didn't, didn't pass. Well. Browns, though, a pretty good run defense. So that game kind of looked close, looks closer than it was. I feel like Dolphins, I mean, Dolphins, good night. Bills kind of were had control of that game yeah. for most of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I know the Lions are on a streak, but I just. I just don't see a world in which the Lions beat the Bills. Color me shocked if they do. I mean, if they beat if they beat the Bills on Thanksgiving, we may have to be like Lions, dark horse playoff spot. Like maybe make yeah. a divisional game. Uh, that'd yeah, be very I, impressive. But I don't, I agree with you. I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, NFC Beast matchup is next. Uh, the Cowboys will be hosting the Giants. They are favored minus nine after. 
putting wow. one of the, I think, three or four most impressive performances of the year against the Vikings. Now, you could say the Vikings mm. were due for a letdown game, emotional win against the Bills the week before, but to hold them to, what, three points and then just absolutely continue yep. to pour it on. I know my fantasy team was thinking it because I had Tony Pollard in the lineup, um, Come on. even though he was projected to get outscored by Brees Hall, which he did not like to add. Um, Giants, is Daniel Jones being the starting quarterback finally catching up to them? Maybe it seems yeah. like it, right? It, they're not yeah. looking good. Yeah, I mean, what, dude? This is just actually the craziest stat line: twenty-seven for forty-four, three hundred and forty-one yards with a touchdown and two picks. That's just such a weird stat line, like over three hundred forty yards, but still through two picks and 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 they were down in that game so they threw the ball more than they would have liked to. Uh the Giants are obviously a much better team when they can control clock, control tempo and run. But yeah, again, like it's it's the same, you know, if quarterback's holding you back, he's holding you back. Now, the Giants weren't expected to be good this year. Okay, this is a rebuilding year for them. They we weren't supposed to get amazing Giants um teams. For the next couple of years, I don't think until they really figured out what to do with the quarterback position. They also don't have a lot of skill position guys outside of running back. Um, but but they've been a surprise. However, I will say this: like I said last time when I picked the Cowboys to beat the Giants, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is going to be in this game. Micah Parsons is going to be terrifying. The the Giants also they had Cooper Rush last time these teams played. They have Dak Prescott now, and that Cowboys offense is rolling. It's rolling real well. They look like the best team in the NFC. They really do. Um, and I say that even though I know the Eagles have a better record, but again, like the, you just look at it. Uh, you're comparing the way the two teams are playing right now. The Cowboys are playing better than anybody in the NFC. I'm on with them. Yeah, bad news for Giants as well. Um, Wandale Robinson who was their leading receiver Sunday, nine receptions, 100 yards. He tore his ACL mm -hmm. in that loss, and he is done for the year. So already thin position. Do, Giants, they, do they still have Kenny Galladay? Yep. Two the, receptions, 29 yards. Yep, yep. That's a Kenny Galladay stat line. Slayton. Oh, Slayton. wow, I'm really yeah, excited he, about that. He, he went five for 86, and he's now probably going to be the top guy with Robinson out. But yeah, I think... He could be a he Cowboys could be wide receiver right six on a good team. So that's Honestly. impressive. Um, yeah, I, Cowboys, and I don't think it's that hard. It's just but, weird. I just don't trust the Giants, even though they're seven and three and they're three and one on the road. It's still it's, just like it's the quarterback thing. Them. I'm telling you, if they had a good, if they had a decent quarterback, I think we'd we'd feel very differently. Uh, next, the last game, the one I hinted to earlier, is being. More fun before we saw this Sunday's games. That's Patriots at Vikings. The Patriots couldn't score, neither could the Vikings. Uh, they had that in common. Both offenses put up three points. Um, the Vikings looked rough, and this game is in prime time. Oh, my gosh. It's not like he could tell because it's played in a dome, but for some reason, Kirk Cousins can sense when the sun's going down and he decides to play worse. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Patriots, like, the, Bill Belichick had a masterclass 
in coaching of how to coach when you don't trust your starting quarterback even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does not trust Mac Jones yeah. to do a darn thing, but they still won because they were playing the Jets. David, what are you thinking here? How are you feeling? I don't know if I'm making it more difficult than it needs to be, but this is tough. Pats have won four of their last five. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go Vikings. Mm-hmm. One, I just, that, that was an embarrassing loss for them. Cowboys are good, but that, in the NFL, like a, a loss of this caliber is just embarrassing. I, I think they bounce back too. I I just don't trust the Patriots' offense. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I know the Vikings just scored three points, but I feel like if we see that same Patriots' offense versus the Jets, the Vikings absolutely will be able to you know score more. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just how good Justin Jefferson is, and Dalvin Cook, and T.J. Hawkinson, and Adam Thielen. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick against them. I, I'm going to go the other direction. But I'm not confident. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was kind of 50-50 on this one. This was one of the two or three hardest games to pick for me. I, I'm going Pats. And it's for some of the reasons that you mentioned, but in reverse. I, I think the Patriots offense wasn't very good. However, I think the Jets defense is much, much better than the Vikings. Um, Kirk Cousins in primetime, number two, is the thing that scares me. And three, the Patriots have played a lot of bad weather games recently, which I think has affected their offense and what they're trying to do. And playing in a dome, I think, could actually help them. As much as that's not normally a Patriots thing, I feel like Mac Jones will have a little bit more trust. Um, and I, I, again, like this Vikings run defense is bad, and that's what the Patriots want to do. The Jets have a very, very good run defense. Um, so I, that's what I'm leaning on here. But I, I'm like you. I don't feel great about this pick. Trusting Mac Jones, huh? Oh no, I'm trusting in I'm trusting in Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> maybe he'll just scream from the sidelines. Prime time every time Kirk goes to drop back and pass, and he'll throw a pick. Sure. Um, there were no chains for Kirk Thuggins this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's a celebration. Yeah, Sunday slate we got Bucks at Browns. First, Bucks are coming off a bye week after winning in Germany, and Tom Brady uh, probably wishing he just stayed over there. Uh, and the Browns are in their last game of the season where they will be without Deshaun Watson. Ugh. I hate, I'm going to root. I, I will never have rooted against an NFL team so hard as I will be rooting against the Browns whenever Deshaun Watson comes back. Even primetime Pats? Even like primetime Pats. Because for all of his faults, Tom Brady is not a rapist. So that is a very good point that you that you propose. So yeah, um, Jerry has decided. Um, yeah, I, I will be rooting very hard against the the Browns. Uh, but I think that speaking of Tom Brady, I think I think they kind of got something. It seems like they got a little mojo back. I think they're a little confident. Mm-hmm. I think this Browns team is pretty bad. It's cold weather game. Tom Brady likes the cold. Um. I have confidence in him. I'm going Bucks here. Yeah, I'm too. I uh, I don't know. Seeing them beat the Seahawks in Germany, I think that's the confidence, the little boost that they needed. Um, they also needed to get 
to get healthy. This is an older team. Uh, they've been kind of banged up, and I think this bye week helps them do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, helps them heal up a little bit and rest up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird picking against a Browns team that has, like, a Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper and David Njoku. And, like, this seems like a pretty stacked team, but I don't know. I just don't – I don't trust it. I, I think Browns are good about not getting blown out. This won't be a blowout. It'll be a close game. But I think – But they're not good. I think the Bucks, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. They're they're like good enough to not like lose by more than a score, you know. But they're just not good enough to to, to win that game. Yeah, um, I agree. Or seven of their ten games based on the record so far this year. So yeah, the Bucks. That what everybody was saying before the season was if the Browns can just hold on and get to, you know, get to maybe even four and six or five and five, and then have Deshaun come back, they could make a run with the playoffs. They're going to probably be three and eight after this weekend, and I think that that especially with the way the AFC is this year, they're done because um, yeah. they're going to be the third best team in that division. Their division alone, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's tough. And yeah, they're they're just not going to make it. Uh, good. Speaking of AFC, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the AFC and two teams, I'm not sure how good they are. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Titans are the underdogs in this game. Uh, despite coming off two pretty strong performances, I know they lost to the Chiefs, but they pretty well shellacked the Packers on Thursday night football. Uh, of course, then their freaking assistant coach got a DUI. What an idiot. Um, mm-hmm. Bengals, they, they beat the Steelers narrowly, uh, which again, division game, I think it's the same thing applies. You know, Bengals Steelers games are always weird uh, to the point of George mm-hmm. Pickens, I think felt obligated to uh, commit a personal foul targeting penalty and get thrown out of the game. Maybe because just there hadn't been a helmet to helmet hit in a Bengals Steelers game. And that felt off. Um, yeah. Felt weird to him for sure. Yeah. I watched the end of that game. Joe Burrow looked really good. Um, he, he got his guys going. Tyler Boyd and T Higgins were having off days. He got both of them going on his last drives and did what he needed to, to win. And that's why I'm going to go with the Bengals here uh, because I don't know what's going on with the Titans quarterback situation, but it doesn't seem that great. Um, I think the Bengals have more weapons. I, I, I don't know if they're getting Jamar chase back this week. I don't think so. Right. I think they're eyeing Jamar no, chase. He to just come got back. off crutches and he's going to start practicing this week. I think they're going to have him come back against the chiefs, which is our luck. Um, Classic. But yeah, I'm going to go Bengals here. Yeah, I just really don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I know that's a physical and a stout defense, and I know they have uh, the top two running back in the league. And they're better coached. They're also better coached. Brable is a top five coach. Way better coached. I just don't trust Ryan. Um, So I think until then, I'm going to pick against him. And so he, like, if he were to win this game, Against a really good AFC opponent, I think I might kind of start respecting mm-hmm. respecting him. But I just, I mean, he's better than he's better than Malik Willis, but that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Packers. If they win this game, I'll start respecting him a lot more. But until then, give me the Bengals because, yeah, Bengals. I mean, they, they're they're playing as good as any anybody right now, mm-hmm. um, especially the offense and with Joe Mixon who has been in concussion protocol all week. I don't know if he'll play or not, but 
Joe Burrow, still Joe Burrow. So this is another one of those. This is the exact same thing. I'm having the same feeling as the uh, Vikings Cowboys line from last week of like, why is this home team that has just won a really good game not favored? And mm-hmm. I have a feeling it might be the same result. So that's why I'm going Bengals too. Up next, Texans yeah. at Dolphins. The Texans are the worst team in the league. The Dolphins are one of the best teams in the league. Uh, this feels like a well said. This feels like a track meet kind of game in which the Dolphins may have 35 points by halftime. I will be yep. picking the Dolphins. I don't think we have to talk about this a lot. No, because it's not the Chiefs. This is gonna be like a 45 to like three game. If it was the Chiefs, it'd be like, wow, that was. Yeah, we'd play. Good. That was a good we play, 35-25 game, you know. We play close to the AFC um, South. We we love a good close game with the AFC South. Maybe even lose. Um, if we like to flirt with it, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we have to talk more okay, about that. Okay, I have game. a question. How is our line larger than the Dolphins-Texas line? That's 12. And ours is Chiefs are 14 and a half. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess they're really thinking like the Texans might be frisky and put on some points at the end of the game. Maybe that's the Chris Jones effect with how awful that line is that like you're thinking that the Chiefs defensive line will just eat them alive. True. I don't yeah. know. The Texans like I don't know. I I only see Texans stuff through highlights. I the Texans have not appeared on my TV like all year and they won't because no. they're so bad. Nope. Um but that's what they thought they were going to be. They're they're racing to the bottom, essentially. They're trying to get a number one overall draft pick, and they're probably going to. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's right. Up next, Bears at Jets. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Jets. Let's talk about the Bears a little bit. The Bears love to play just good enough to lose by three points. They're addicted to it. They are addicted to losing by three points. It's hilarious and sad. Justin Fields was visibly shaken up on that last drive. I don't know if he will play. Um, I assume he will try to. If I were the Bears and he's even a little bit injured, I wouldn't risk him because what's the point? Um, they, uh, I don't know. Uh, Justin Fields looks good. He looks really good most of the time. He still has some of those like young guy mistakes, like he threw a ball off of a defensive lineman's head that he should not have thrown that pass. He's had a couple of bad passes, but. And then they're playing the Jets. However, Jets bump. They're going to start Joe Flacco for this game. And now I'm going to pick the Jets. I, I I think that the Jets defense is really good. I'm going to pick them. I, I, which sucks because I actually really like watching Justin Fields play. He's very entertaining. But I, I think that if they start Joe Flacco, the Jets will pretty handily beat the Bears. Yeah, I'm looking here. And Fields did not suffer a dislocation um in his injury there that's a shoulder right uh, yeah based on two hours ago with cbs it's still kind of unsure i think they he have a also, bye week after this i think he took a hamstring like he took a helmet to the hamstring i'm pretty sure too mm. they don't have a bye week after this sorry they play the jets then they play the packers at home and then it's their week 14 bye wow that's a late bye yeah it is this is huge. Yeah, because Trevor Simeon's the backup. Like, if Field isn't playing, this completely changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know Zach Wilson's bad, but that Jet Stevens is still just very good. Um, I think I'm going to go Jets. Mm-hmm. I, 
I think it's just in a weird situation because they're legit like putting their success on Justin Fields' shoulders, and with him, even even if he plays, he won't be one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Bears are in a tricky situation. They they uh seems like he's their guy for the future. They've kind of made that decision. They just got to now. They got to surround him now. I mean, they so they got to be feeling a lot better than Jets fans do about the quarterback going forward. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. So there, there's something there, but yeah, I think the Jets pick up a win. Is, I'm pretty sure they will start Joe Flacco. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, which is going to end Zach Wilson's career, which sucks. Especially if he gets a fat but, dub. But you know, week week two, you already, or not year two, you're already switching. Um, from a high round draft pick going back to a veteran mid season, that's it. I mean, it's over at that point. That's a Josh Rosen yeah. type situation. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jets next, just gonna own it. Yeah, they they really do, and I, they, he's not the quarterback of the future for them. Uh, next game, Falcons at Commanders. Falcons just beat the aforementioned Bears. Here's a question I have though: Are the Commanders like good? A little? Dog, I think so. Ron Rivera has already said like we're winning, so Heineke's starting. Period. He's very like, very blunt in that fact, and he's like, as long as he's winning, he's starting. So, and Chase Young has now been activated; he's back. I, I think Commanders might be sneaky good because they've won four of their last five, and their loss was a three-point loss to the Vikings. It's mm-hmm. a good loss. Well, and they also we should say they played some weak teams. All right, they just beat the Texans, and they also beat the Panthers in that stretch as well. But they did beat the Eagles in Philly, which isn't that's that's they did beat the Eagles in Philly. Um, And I I don't they this team looks like they're rolling and they get Chase Young back this week. Then again. Taylor Heineke is good for a real stupid play. Every once in a while, they can almost shift a game. And has in the past. Uh, And the Falcons are fine. They're actually weirdly boring for the Falcons almost. Um, Marcus Mariota is okay. Cordero Patterson is the best kickoff returner in league history, which is he's so good. It's ridiculous because he's in his 30s. He's a humongous man, but he is so fast. Um, is it the only reason he still has a job in the NFL, you think? Because like every no, once in a while he just makes an insane kick return. I mean, if you look at what he was doing in the running game too, he's he's well, just ridiculous. True. Yeah. Um, I'm going commanders that they're at home, which may mean something. I think the fans are going to rally. The commanders fans have been down bad because they have to deal with Dan Snyder as an owner, but they got a little hope right now. And I think they're feeling good. Uh, I'm going to go with them to get a win. Also, if this game is close at the end of the game, I, it, the it, Falcons close game at the end. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. I like the commanders too. I, um, I think they're. I think you said it. They're feeling good. They're on a roll. They're getting confidence. Um, again, we've talked about this before. They have some really good positions, skill positions with Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, Curtis Samuel, a new draftee, Brian Robinson, who's playing well. Like they have some good skill players, and Falcons are just weird, man. Like you lose to the Bengals, you beat Carolina, and then they lose to the Chargers, and they lose to the Panthers, and then they beat the Bears. Like they're just. That's just insanely up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So 
give me the Washington football team. And I'm calling them that because Loki, they should have just stuck with that name. Yeah, that's a much better name than the Commanders. Uh, we're we're running a little late here, so I'll, let's try to speed through some of these ones that we don't give a darn about. Um, <laughs> Broncos at Panthers, the Poop Factor game, a, a terrible game, a game nobody should watch, a game in which I would be picking the Broncos, unfortunately, because the, the who's the starting quarterback for the Panthers? I think Baker's back. No, they don't. Ha- the answer is nobody. Okay, that is a roster full no. of backup quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> they're bad, and they're probably packing it in. And at least they don't have Matt Rule anymore. So, but I'm going Broncos here. Defense travels. Yeah, give me the Broncos. I just, I know we have been talking about Russ, but I don't trust. I trust Russ more than I trust Baker. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, Ravens at Jaguars. Give me the Ravens. Do we have to spend much time on this? I no, although I kind of forgot the Ravens played. That was just like a quiet week for them and the Panthers, but hey, they they won. Yeah. Yeah, it looked a little Ravens dicey there are... for a second for them, but they pulled it out in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially Lawrence, who's on my fantasy team. Chargers at Cardinals. This line opened with the Cardinals favored minus three and a half. Um, what? I guess they may think Kyler Murray is going to be back for this game, which you could say could actually hurt the Cardinals more than they could help them. I'm going Chargers. Yeah, has he been actually hurt, or has he just been a little preoccupied? Yeah, it's true. Warzone 2 just came out not that long ago. There's proximity chat now. Kyler's probably testing that out. Um, Since he's really bad at communication, he's probably not very good with proximity chat. Um, But who knows? Maybe he's real real clutch. This is always tough for me. Because Chargers just play so different against the Chiefs than anybody else. Yeah, that looks real freaking good. So when I see that Chargers team, I'm like, easily. But we're both picking the Chargers here, and Arizona's probably going to win this game like 27 to Then why don't you just pick the Cardinals? Come on. You know you want to. No. Justin Herbert's good. Cardinals are washed. Uh, They're losing 24 to 10 right now. So Yeah, they're not good. Uh, Raiders at Seahawks. Uh, uh, team teams on very opposite paths. I'm gonna go Seahawks. I'm gonna go the better team all season. Yeah, this was a game I, I'd already written down. And I, I I have the Seahawks written down here. Rams Chiefs. We spent enough time talking about both these teams. Chiefs. Um, I would love for us to cover. I have a feeling we're not going to. We love to not cover. We're big into not covering. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, especially with the Bengals. The following week. I, they're probably, this would have there to might be, be a little look ahead. This feels let down spot, look ahead game here. For it to be labeled a trap game and for us to lose this, this would have to be the biggest just let down of all time. But worst, worst things yeah. have happened to us. Marcus Mariota once yeah. threw a pass to himself in a playoff game and caught it for a touchdown. That happened this week. Did you see that? Yeah, Justin Herbert it, did, but it, we... Did, we freaking tackled. We stopped him. it. Yeah, we stopped it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, our, our kryptonite was finally defeated. Um, next, Saints at 49ers. The 49ers are winning as we speak. The Saints won a game with Andy Dalton. <laughs> what? Um, the 49ers. I think the Niners are rolling. I think that we kind of reset their season because they thought like, hey, we're the 49ers. We're frisky. And then the Chiefs were like, we're going to kill you. Um, you're mm-hmm. actually dead. And I think that they got pissed after that and reset. 
And yeah, 49ers. Yeah, at one point in this game, Jimmy was 9 for 13, 103 passing yards, two touchdowns, and a QB rating of 132. When Jimmy's on, this team is almost unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like we keep, I'll keep pulling this stat out. Jimmy Garoppolo wins 76% of his games. He's won 76% of his starts. He's a winning quarterback. He may not look flashy. He may not, you know, throw for 303 touchdowns, but like he knows how to win. So mm-hmm. Niners all the way. Mm-hmm. Next Packers at Eagles. Eagles had a scare. Um, they they were very well, almost lost, could have lost to the Colts. Um, I was ready to paint the town red. Uh, welcome everybody aboard the Eagles are frauds train, but they they won. Um, because Jim RSA decided to close the roof. The roof is open. The Colts won that game. That's that's my take. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, they play the Packers, who they won a couple. Yeah, well, they just lost. Well, they lost to the Titans. They won against the Cowboys. <laughs> I want me to be right, so I'm picking the Packers. I really, I just want to. I've been squatting on this Eagles or frauds take for a long time. I need them to start losing. And I've some been more, letting you hear it some too. more games. Yeah. If they, I still actually think they're frauds. Like I think if you told me neutral site right now, Niners Eagles. Which team are you taking? I'm not taking the Eagles. Like, I, I don't think they're mm-hmm. the best team in the NFC. Um, I think they're, I don't think they're better than the Cowboys anymore. I know they won against the Cowboys. I know, but we lost to the Colts. The Colts are not better than the Chiefs. Um, I don't, I mean, no, I'm kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm going Packers here. I'm just going to do it. David, pick the Eagles and make me look stupid when they win. Oh, fly Eagles fly. Hey, not, Dog, this don't happens. Say that. There are always games like this. Also, like, as much as I hate to admit it, I traded away Jonathan Taylor. With this, Jeff Stenner being coach, I, they're kind of calling plays differently now. And they're leaning back into this heavy run game. They're physical. They're not asking Matt Ryan to do much. And that's kind of working out for the Colts. Um, so I know I just keep defending the Colts. I mean, the, the Eagles. But I think it's hard to be – I mean, they're not in one. I think that's hard to do in this league. Um, there, there are very few occasions. I will give you like last year with the Steelers who went – they finished with an 11-game win streak and lost in the first round to the Chiefs. Don't don't forget that Cardinals team that was also 7-0. and Don't forget it. All right. Dog, I forget that the Cardinals were a good football team. Yeah, well, this <laughs> really happens. Do. There's also many years where I feel like the Falcons were like – Oh my God, the Falcons are nine and zero, and then you're like, Oh my God, the Falcons are ten and six. <laughs> you're like, Wait, oh my God, the, the Falcons season? have lost in the wild card round. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm just squat. I it, look, you have to stay true to some of your takes. Okay, I'm not changing this one. No. I've been squatting on the Eagles or frauds take since like week three, and I'm gonna keep it. And if they lose, they either win the Super Bowl or I'm right. So. Well, I was going to ask you that. When, at what point are you like, okay? I think I'm wrong if they frauds. make the championship. Do they really? I think they're not frauds. Well, if they make the Super Bowl, they're not frauds. I would say if they make the championship game, they're not frauds either, unless they get blown out. If they get okay. blown out in an FC championship game, I'll be like, yeah, I was kind of right. If they don't get blown out, if they make a Super Bowl, I'm for sure not frauds. But if they even play a close competitive game, 
in the NFC Championship game, I think I can. I, I was wrong there. But if they lose okay. before that, you know, this team's gonna get a one seed. And if they lose in the divisional round, their first playoff game, I'm right. Like I'm just objectively right. They're frauds. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, especially if you have like an upset, and it's like the Cowboys. Like, are you taking the Cowboys in that five-one matchup in the divisional? Absolutely. Yeah, that would be spicy. That'd be I'm spicy. absolutely taking the Cowboys. Let's go, Zach. Let's Cowboys. Let's ride. Yeah. Cowboys country. Yeah. Let's ride. Which makes way more sense. That's a better slogan That's for right. Cowboys. Uh, last game, Monday Night Football: Steelers at Colts. I am not watching this. I'm going to watch a movie on Monday night. Um, next know. Monday night, I like, will not be watching this game. That's for darn sure. The Steelers almost beat the Bengals, but we've already talked about the division effect. The Colts are. They're better than they were previously in the season. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Matt Ryan is the quarterback. Sometimes he goes on 30 plus yard scrambles, which is nuts Dude, i saw that that I was, was the slowest game run like, i've not ryan ever runs for 33 yards in my life i've never seen a slower run uh the steelers are different when they have tj watt they just are their offense is not mm. very good um wonder if george pickens will get suspended because i think after he launched and tried to did a helmet to helmet hit on a guy laying on the ground i'm pretty sure he also started throwing some punches uh, oh my! Yeah, he may get suspended for this game. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Uh and I, it's just I, T.J. Watt. I just have visions of T.J. Watt like sending Matt Ryan to a nursing home in, in this game. It's just <laughs> that's that's what's going on in my head right now. So that's how I'm gonna pick this game, and I will be picking with the Steelers. David, I really have no clue. So just to spice it up, I'll pick the Colts. Ooh. I don't know who to trust. You know, like Saturday, who normally coaches on Sunday will be coaching on Monday. Dog, that was fire. The horse's name is Come Wednesday. On. No, it's Friday, bro. No, that's it's always Friday. That's the girl's name. His girl Friday. The horse's name is Wednesday. Oh, shoot. I always mix those up. <laughs> yeah, I see TJ Watt can't be as big a factor if you just run. If you just watch him. And that decides whether you're going to give it to Jonathan Taylor or throw the RPO slant. If you just leave TJ Block, TJ Watt unblocked and run right by him. Leaving leave TJ Watt unblocked. That's a strategy. That's it. That is Dude, that's it legitimately is. Because then he gets upfield and boom, the, the run the play's already by him. That's true, but you are relying on Matt Ryan to have quick reflexes. <laughs> well, yeah. And if yeah. there's one thing okay. we know about Matt Ryan, it, he's not quick anymore. I don't know if he ever was, but he's definitely not now. Um, hey, he had a 33 yard scramble. Yeah, that what, wasn't quick. You know. That was that was an optical illusion. I'm, I'm not even sure that happened. We're in a simulation. I don't know. It's real. Um, We're in the Matrix. Okay, that was it. That was all the games. I, I feel good about it, David. What what game are you most looking forward to? Oh, where there was one we we were discussing. Oh, I think one Giants Cowboys in the NFC could be really really good. Mm-hmm. But that could also be a blowout. I think one that genuinely will genuinely will be good will be a Bengals Titans because I think that'll be like a playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. I think that those teams could very likely see each other in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're both 
good in their respective ways. Titans are very physical, very well coached, have the best running back in the league. Bengals have a very talented Joe Burrow, uh, who's just a wizard and he's so smart uh, at the sport. Um, so I think that I think Bengals Titans. That's my pick because I think that'll be a really really good game. Yeah, I, I think I have to go the same one. This slate's not very good if we're being honest. Um, Patriots Vikings was a lot more exciting. You know, honestly, Bills Lions might be fun. It might not be like that close, but it might just be a lot of offense, which could be fun. Um, yeah, and yeah, I agree with you that the Bengals Titans is probably like the best matchup, the two best teams that we have playing each other this weekend. Um, Chiefs Rams might be fun if like Chiefs play very well, and it's like, well, this it'll is be fun. fun. It's thirty-five it'll be, to three. It'll be fun for us, but not for anybody that's not a Chiefs fan. That's true. You ask the best game, not necessarily. The yeah, best. the most fun game every week is Chiefs winning by fifty. That's <laughs> if that's a possibility, yeah, that's, then that's my most fun game every week. Uh, yep. Take us out. Take us out, David. Hey, this has been what do you want to watch? Episode 54, talking about week 12 of the NFL regular season. Uh, we're kind of coming up. We might kind of rehash some playoff pictures. Uh, it's about that time. Uh, so we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. But hey, you've been listening to it. We have been talking about it. And we will see you all later. Goodbye.